Solomon did that which was evil in the Lord's sight, and didn't go fully after the Lord, as David his father did. 1 Kings 11.6 Dear God, we give you our hearts today. We want you to have all of us, not just part of us. Help us to love, follow, and obey you today. Show us things in our lives that might be pulling us away from you and are not good for us. You alone are all we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more. All with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Solomon's Fall from God In our last story, Solomon built the temple and made it absolutely beautiful. In this story, after hearing so many reports about Solomon, the Queen of Sheba will come and visit to test Solomon. Also, we will learn how Solomon's heart will become divided, as inspired by 1 Kings and 2 Chronicles. Hi friends, it's Joyous Adler here for another story from God's Word. Thanks for being here for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Okay, so I have some bad news and I have some good news. The bad news is that Solomon's heart turns away from God in today's story. The good news is you and I can learn a lot from his mistake. So let's listen in and see why the wisest man in the whole world, King Solomon, isn't so wise anymore. There was a nation called Sheba, and the queen had heard about Solomon's fame. The queen was interested in seeing if everything she heard about Solomon was true. She also knew that he worked closely with God and she wanted to ask difficult questions to see if Solomon was the wisest man ever. She left to go to Jerusalem, the capital city of Israel, with many servants and a high number of presents, spices, precious stones, and gold. When the Queen of Sheba arrived, she began to ask King Solomon her list of difficult questions. No matter how hard her question was, Solomon was able to answer and explain it. Eventually, the queen ran out of questions because Solomon answered them all. She was amazed at Solomon's wisdom, and she was overwhelmed by the beauty of his kingdom. She noticed that everything, including his servants, his palace, and the temple, were all unlike anything she had ever seen before. She said to Solomon, The rumors about you are true. Now that I have seen it for myself, I do believe... How happy everyone must be, and how delighted God must be with you, Solomon. Praise God! The queen gave Solomon all the gifts she brought, and Solomon gave her everything and anything she desired. Then she returned home with her servants. 
Every year, Solomon was receiving large amounts of gold through trading and selling. He also received gold as a gift every year. Solomon made everything that he could with gold, or put gold in it or on it, such as his palace, weapons, clothing, and many more things. Solomon had so much gold that silver became worthless. King Solomon was the richest and wisest king, and every year people came to learn from the wisdom that God had given him. Everyone who visited him would bring a gift. Solomon had a weakness, though. Solomon had a wife. But Solomon also loved many other women. These other women did not worship or follow God. These other women believed in false gods and did terrible things. God had warned the people of Israel not to marry these other people because those people would convince Israel to follow the false gods. Despite God's warning, Solomon loved the other women. He married 700 other women and had 300 concubines, which are mistresses. As Solomon grew older, his wives kept leading him further away from God. They convinced Solomon to follow their gods and to build altars for their gods. When Solomon obeyed his wives, God was displeased with the evil Solomon committed. Eventually, God became angry with Solomon because Solomon stopped following and obeying God. God had appeared to Solomon twice and had helped Solomon as a king. Sadly, Solomon's heart and love were not for God anymore. God said to Solomon, Because you have disobeyed me and you have stopped following your father's way, your kingdom will be torn apart. You are following false gods, marrying multiple women, and you have not followed your father's advice. Only a small part of the kingdom will remain because of the promise I made David, your father. Because Solomon fell from God, there was no longer protection from God. Israel's enemies rose up against Solomon, and there was no longer peace in Israel. Solomon tried killing and defeating some of his enemies, but they fled. His enemies hid until Solomon died. When Solomon passed away, he was buried in Jerusalem. Solomon's son, Rehoboam, became the new king of Israel. Oh no, here we go again. As you can tell, things have changed since we were last together. Today's story opens with a queen visiting Jerusalem to see if everything she had heard about King Solomon was true. Did he actually have that much gold? Was the kingdom really that beautiful? And most importantly, was he truly the wisest king to ever live? After investigating, she found out the answer was a big, loud yes. And she wasn't the only one. The Bible tells us that many kings came to learn from Solomon's wisdom and brought him costly gifts and treasures. Pretty much every minute, someone was telling Solomon how amazing he was. But here's the problem. When people always tell you how great you are, how wise you are, and how much you deserve nice things, 
it becomes very hard for you to trust God. Do you know why? Because you start to think that you don't really need God. You begin to think that you have everything inside of you to do great things and nothing can harm you. And it seems like that's what happened to Solomon. As we heard in the story, Solomon had a wife he loved, but then he started loving other women too. Bad idea number one. But then what made things even worse was that these women worshiped false gods and idols, which God warned his people against many times. And even though Solomon knew God wanted him to stay away from these women who worshiped false gods, he was feeling so big and important that he decided he could start making his own rules. Now, I am quite sure you've learned by now, when we stop doing things God's way and start doing things our way, it never works out well. Once these women convinced Solomon to worship false gods, his heart started moving further from the one true God until he was no longer following him at all. The love in his heart no longer belonged to God. And if you remember, God had been telling Solomon all along that as long as he kept obeying and following him, he would keep blessing Solomon. But as soon as he stopped following God, God would have to take away the kingdom. And he did. A small part of the kingdom remained, but Solomon was no longer under God's protection. Let's think about it this way. Imagine Solomon under a big giant umbrella in the midst of a raging storm. When he stands under the umbrella, he's standing under God's protection by loving and obeying God. But as soon as he stops obeying God and does things his own way, he steps outside of the umbrella. And what happens when you get out from under the umbrella during a rainstorm? You get drenched. In the same way, we have a giant umbrella over us representing God's protection too. By loving and obeying God, we can stay in his hands and out of the chaotic world. That means away from craziness. Psalm 91, one through two says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. But wait, does obeying God mean that nothing bad will ever happen? Um, no. Because of that big giant problem we call sin. But we do know that when we are under God's umbrella of protection and living in His ways, nothing happens to us that He can't handle. And He's always, always, always on our side. Today's story ends with Solomon's son, Rehoboam, is crowned as king. We'll get to know him more next time and hear about a big split. Not a banana split, but a kingdom split. So be sure to come back and thanks for listening today. Always remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you and it's all true. 
Enjoying the podcast? Leave a review to help parents discover and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.